This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 451, Comic Reviews for the week of Wednesday, February the 8th. Welcome to the Comic Shenanigans Podcast. This is episode 451. It's our Comic Reviews episode for the week of Wednesday, February the 8th. Recording this on Thursday, February 16th. So, new comics have already come out, but before we actually can enjoy them, let's have one last look at the comics that came out last week on the week of February the 8th. Uh, a lot of books came out, uh, but let's, uh, let's talk about the books we're actually talking about today. So, first up... Um, so it's going to be a relatively short episode. I think I only had a chance to read five books that came out last week. First, we have Action Comics. This is issue 973. Uh, the cover says, The Secret Identity of Clark Kent. It's written by Dan Jurgens, who continues his run on this book. Um, our work is by Patrick Zerker with, and uh, Stephen Segovia. They both do pencils. Um, I really enjoyed this, although I did fe- feel like there could have been a little bit more editor's notes as to what exactly is going on in Superwoman's own book at this exact point. I'm a few issues behind, so I'm not exactly sure what's going on. Um, but uh, but really, this issue isn't as much about Superman and Superwoman, although they definitely have a part to play here. It's much more about uh, Lois Lane being front and center, her doing some detective work, um, and also trying to figure out what's going on with this version of Clark. Uh, I'm really intrigued by it. I'm intrigued by the use of, the, of Hank Henshaw here at the end. Um, you know, we're, it's 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 a chapter. It's not a kind of a full standalone story, but I thought it was really interesting, and uh, I'm really intrigued by you know what exactly is going on with this Clark Kent. I'm excited as Dan Jurgens is slowly peeling the on- onion on this one, so that we can see exactly what's going on. So uh, I really kind of like that touch. Um, the artwork I thought was good for the most part. Um, you know, solid stuff. There's that some occasions where, I, and I don't know if it's if it's Zorker or. Um, Segovia, where sometimes the faces in some of the characters look a little, I don't know, not plain, but there's a, almost like a lack of dimension to them, um, which is a little bit, not bothersome, but just something I have noticed. Uh, overall, though, good issue. I'm going to give it a 7.5 out of 10, which is, I think, what I gave the last issue of Action Comics that I read, or one of the last few. Uh, next up is Amazing Spider-Man Renew Your Vows, number 4. This is written by Jerry Conway, with artwork by um, Ryan Stegman. This is Brawl in the Family, uh, part 4. I really enjoyed this. Um, the I, the only thing I really don't like is the way that Mole Man is is uh, illustrated. There's just something about the way that Stegman draws him that I just don't like. Otherwise, I thought this was a pretty strong issue. You got some, you know, healthy disagreement between MJ and Spider-Man. Uh, them both trying to kind of protect Annie ends up just them getting in, in each other's way. Uh, Annie actually kind of being a superhero is a lot more exciting. Uh, the art's fun. I'm not a big fan of Spinneret and Spiderling as the names for uh, the other members of Spider-Man's family. But uh, otherwise, I thought this was an enjoyable issue that really kind of shows Annie, you know, trying to be a superhero, trying to do the right thing, um, and showing the natural conflicts that are arising between her uh, her parents, uh, which makes sense given what's going on. I mean, Spider-Man is used to being a solo act, used to protecting MJ and now Annie, and now having to be able to come to grips with the fact that they're all in this together is a lot harder for him to, uh, to you know, process than maybe he realized. Uh, I'm going to give it an 8. This was a solid read. It remains a solid and enjoyable book with a Spider-Man that's, it feels recognizable. Um, that's not meant to be a dig at what we've been getting about from Dan Slott, but this just definitely felt like a classic version of Spider-Man. Um, whereas we're, we're getting something else in the main book. Uh, next up is Inhumans vs. X-Men. This is issue number 4. Continue to really enjoy this uh, this title. Written by Jeff Lemire and Charles Sewell. Uh, our work by Javier Garon here. 
Um, the art, I don't think, was quite as strong as we've had in some of the more recent issues, but I did like how the Inhumans are kind of escaping. Um, seeing what's going on in Muir Island with a mosaic was really interesting as well, um, kind of showing what we already saw in uh, last week's all-new X-Men, um, but seeing it here was really interesting. I don't even know much about this mosaic, mosaic character, but it's interesting how much he's discovering. Um and it's interesting that they're finding out about what that Cyclops really didn't do things and how many people know it. Like, at first it was like, oh, Emma knew and Havoc knew. Oh, and Magneto knew. And, you know, I'm just kind of wondering how many other people knew. And now, obviously, young Scott knows. Now Mosaic knows. Who's he going to tell? Um, which is definitely intriguing. This is definitely the the phase of the event where the Inhumans start fighting back. Um, and I like how it's kind of being set up. And the fact that and I really like the last uh, words here uh, of this issue written by um, Sewell and um, Lemire, where you have Kamala Khan just kind of looking around and being like, you guys, who are the good guys? And I, it's it's one of those things where after a while, you kind of wanted to go back to heroes versus villains, but this is different than what we've been getting in other places where we've had heroes versus heroes because of a, you know, a moral difference or whatever civil war two was. Cause that is not even clear uh, half the time. Whereas here is it's, it's two different races or two different, like, you know, strains of people, um, which is a lot more interesting because it's not just ideological. It's, it goes down to something much more base than that. It's, you know, one race that's about to go extinct. Uh, if they can't annihilate the primary source of culture, and uh, an identity that another race has. So that's which is a really fascinating concept. Uh, obviously, it's played out with superheroes and over the top heroics. But um, so I, I'm really enjoying this this whole event much more than I initially expected. And the tie-ins have been more solid. Like I don't know about you, but I when I read IVX, like especially when I read that first issue, I was like, well, I'm in. Like issue zero, I didn't really like. Issue one, I was like, I'm in. I'm into this. Um, this sold me the the art. The writing, it really made me feel like this was an important storyline. And a lot of Marvel storylines try to purport that, to try to be like, oh, this is the most important new thing. And, I mean, after a while, when you've read, like, 15, 20 years of those, they kind of get a little stale because you're kind of used to everything always having these, you know, big dramatic... It's just every year the stakes are so high. Um, it used to be the stakes were relatively low, and then eventually stakes would be high, and then you'd have another low period, and we don't really get that anymore. We don't really get a break. Um... So it's definitely been really kind of interesting to see how this is progressing and what we're seeing as we move forward. Um, so I'm, I'm going to give the Inhumans vs. X-Men number four an, uh, an eight as well. Apparently I like everything I read this week. Next up is Jessica Jones number five. This has been found a little frustrating. So I like that you know now we, we're, we're finding out that there's a little bit more then originally met the eye here, which thank goodness, because otherwise I was really getting annoyed at Bendis. Uh, this is written by Bendis, or I work by Michael Gatos. Um, but we go from where we had last issue to, uh, there's some really good parts here with Luke Cage and, um, and Ben York, but there's also just a ton of Jessica Jones talking to this guy who's like, I'm from a diff- there's different realities and this reality doesn't matter. And it just felt like it went on and on and on. And it didn't really go anywhere or have a point and then finally we get somewhere at the very end, but it just felt like this whole issue was just talking, a talking head that I could not wait to have shut up. Like I just, I this this could have been a half an issue. Like it, this, this did not need to be a full issue. Uh, the artwork's great. It's you know suitably 
um, it's sorry, not suitably. It's very suitable for the subject matter and the way that Bendis is writing it. Gaidos is a great partner and a great storyteller in that way. I just wish that the the words coming out of the characters' mouths were more interesting because, unfortunately, they just weren't. Uh, I'm going to give the issue a six, and that's primarily because I just found the sequence um, of uh, Jessica inside the the police headquarters talking to the suspect to be way too long and uninteresting. And last, but definitely not least, we have Justice League of America Rebirth number one, um, which I wasn't really sure what to expect here. It obviously comes out of um, the events of uh, JLA versus uh, Suicide Squad, uh, or Justice League versus Suicide Squad, I should say. This is written by Steve Orlando, who's really writing a lot of books these days, uh, with artwork by Ivan Reis. Or Reis. Um, it looks great. I mean, his artwork is just absolutely fantastic. The level of detail, uh, his artwork is just always fantastic. Um, the storylines are a little a little brief, but it's basically Batman uh, you know, going around and recruiting this new team called the Justice League of America, where you have Killer Frost, Black uh, Canary, The Ray, Lobo, Vixen, and the Ryan Choi version of the Atom. And then we get a little glimpse of what we're going to be getting in the next year. I really like this. Obviously, it was meant to be kind of a fast-paced primer to lead you up to um, you know, the, re- the launch of Justice League of America. I'm okay with that. I'm going to give it a pass because I think it was a solid way of kind of establishing where all these characters are as Batman kind of puts them together. So I'm going to give it a nice solid eight. So uh, that's uh, what uh, three eights, a six, and a seven and a half. That's not half bad. Uh, when we look at the books that I did not get a chance to read uh, for this episode, they include All Star Batman, uh, Batgirl and Birds of, and the Girl, uh, Birds of Prey, uh, Deathstroke, Detective Comics, Flash. I'm really getting behind on that. Hal Jordan, The Green Lantern Corps. Talk about falling behind. I think like four or five episodes or issues behind. Uh, Lost Boys, New Superman, Red Hood and the Outlaws, uh, Scooby Apocalypse, Suicide Squad, Supergirl, Superwoman, Titans, Wonder Woman. Um, Donald Duck, uh, sorry, Duck Avenger, I should say, number three, Mickey Mouse 17. Uh, over at Image, there's a new issue of East of West and Savage Dragon and Spawn all on the same day. Uh, and then from Marvel, we had um, All New Wolverine, uh, let's see, we had Black Widow, a um, bunch of other good stuff like that. Pull the Duck, a new issue of Fool Killer, which I'm actually almost caught up on, and it's actually really interesting and enjoyable, much better than I originally expected it to be. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, Kingpin, Miss Marvel, Power Man and Iron Fist, Totally Awesome Hulk, um, etc. Uh, and then quickly, uh, looking at books coming out next week, and by next week I mean yesterday on the 15th of February that we'll be talking about on our next reviews episode, um, some of the highlights include new issues of Aquaman, uh, Batman, Batwoman Rebirth, uh, Green Arrow, Green Lanterns, Harley Quinn, Justice League, uh, Mother Panic, Nightwing, Raven, Super Sons. I'm really excited for that. New show Superman, Trinity, uh, Wild Storm. Uh, and then over from IDW, uh, let's see, we got uh, Flight of the Raven, trade paperback, as well as uh, Star Trek Bolded Go, number five, and the Strawberry Short Hardcover, volume two, called Strawberry Noir. Uh, over Image, new issue of Horizon, Invincible, uh, Manifest Destiny, uh, Sucks Criminals. Uh, and The Walking Dead. And then over at Marvel, we have new issues of Black Panther, World of Wakanda, both Captain America books, both Sam Wilson and Steve Rogers, uh, Clone Conspiracy number 5, the big finale, new issues of Daredevil, which I was, I was really excited to read because it's uh, finally starting to pull out the curtain on what happened to uh, create the current status quo we have in Daredevil, uh, new issue of uh, Doctor Strange and Doctor Strange 1.MU, because you can never get too much Doctor Strange now. Uh, Invincible Iron Man, Mighty Thor, Monster 
Monsters Unleashed number three, Old Man Logan, which was really good, uh, Spider-Man 13, Star-Lord number three, Ultimates 2 number four, Uncanny Inhumans, Uncanny X-Men, and U.S. Avengers and Venom. Uh, number four. So that's uh, all coming up, plus Archie. I love Archie. I actually think I might be in issue two behind, so I might have to, to uh, find out where my issues of that are, because um, it remains such a fantastic book. Uh, so thanks again for listening to this episode of Comic Shenanigans. Um, our next episode, which will come out in a day or two, will be our conversation with Bill Willingham, that I got to sit down with him uh, this past week and have a, actually a two-and-a-half-hour-long conversation. It was really long, but I think you're really going to enjoy it. Some great stuff talked about, and that'll be our next episode. Uh, and then after that I'm just trying to think what's coming up on the schedule Uh, I think we'll have upcoming uh, chats with um, uh, Paul Galassi and a few others coming up in the next little while so uh, some great stuff coming up in the next few months Uh, obviously we are also going to be having um, some uh, movie episodes as big movie releases start coming out like Logan in March Uh, we're also going to have a new uh, event recap uh, in the vein of our look at Age of Apocalypse looking at some of the X storylines of the 80s and 90s I think we're going to start with Mutant Massacre at some point we're probably going to talk about Old Man Logan Uh, now that the Logan movie is coming out we're probably going to talk about uh, the Old Man Logan uh, original series by Mark Miller and uh, Steve McNiven. So thanks again for joining me for this episode. You can email me at comicshenanigans at gmail.com, like the show on Facebook, rate and review us on iTunes, subscribe to us on iTunes, and also listen to us on Stitcher. Thanks again. We'll catch you next time on Comic Shenanigans. Bye-bye.